the British Broadcasting Corporation, in association with the Five Star Theater, proudly presents the Marx Brothers in Flywheel, Shyster, and Flywheel. <laughs> Conductor, conductor. Yes, sir? Stop the train. I think my assistant, Ravelli, fell off. Uh, I'm afraid I've lost him. You mean the gentleman that got on the train with you? Well, you don't need to be afraid. I'm sure he didn't fall off. Well, that's what I was afraid of. Well, <laughs> isn't that the gentleman there, sir? What? Ravelli, where have you been? Where did you get that black eye? That's an old black eye. That's a birthmark. A birthmark? Sure, I got into the wrong berth. <laughs> Who clapped then? Somebody clapped. <laughs> this is our berth here, you sap. Say, conductor, what time do we get to Chicago? Uh, 6.15 tomorrow morning, sir. Well, tell the engineer to slow down. I never get up that early. Uh, 6.15 is the time, sir, and if uh, you'd better be ready to get off or you'll be going nonstop to Albuquerque. Then we better have an early night. Hey, boss, you crazy. You can't have night any earlier than it is. <laughs> Well, the bus all made up for you, gentlemen. Uh, if uh, I'll get the ladder there so you can get up into the upper one. Hey, do we got to sleep on that little shelf? Why we no sleep in the downstairs? Because you got tickets for the upper, and the lower berth costs more than the upper. Just a minute, conductor. Are you trying to tell us that the lower is higher than the upper? No, boss. I explain it to you. <laughs> he means the higher is lower than the lower, but if we want to hire the lower, we have to go a little higher. Ravelli, you're the best argument for insomnia I've ever met. Now, if you could climb up into your berth now, gentlemen, I need to take the ladder down to the end of the car. Some of the other passengers want to use it. Why well, take the ladder to them? Let them come here and use it. Come on, Ravelli, get up there. Okay, boss. Up. There. Here, I'll help you up. Okay, now, now you sleep on the outside. That way, if I roll over in the night, you'll fall into the corridor. Hey, there's no room to put any clothes in here. Well, if there's nobody below, throw them in there. Okay, I just get my shoe off. <clears throat> Down she goes. Oh, what was that? Who's there? Hey, boss, there is somebody down there. Uh, hello, lady. Uh, don't worry, me and Mr. Flywheel just to move in on the second floor. Conductor, conductor! Yes, madam, your call? Yes, there's an idiot in the upper berth bothering me. Madam, I resent that. There are two of us up here. <laughs> now, you gentlemen better stop making a noise. This lady can't sleep. Well, we can't sleep either. She's going to yell every time she gets hit with a shoe. <laughs> Actually, 
quiet. And don't forget to wake us up in time to get off in Chicago. Why, it'll be a pleasure. Now, good night. What's the matter, Ravelli? Are you sick? Speak to me. Water. Water. Ravelli, what is it? Have you been poisoned? Speak, man. Speak. Water. Oh, hold on. I'll jump down and get you some. Ow! You stepped on my face. Well, how was I to know it was your face? There's a man dying up there. Where's that water cooler? I'm coming, Ravelli. Be brave. Flywheels coming with the water. Oh, not again. Here I am, Ravelli. Here I am, Pod. Can you hold the cup? Drink, Ravelli, drink. There. That better? <clears throat> That's a fine, boss. I feel great now. You feel great? Tell me, what was wrong? Why, was I thirsty? Gentlemen, and remember, take the bus back. Now get off of my train. Ah! Hey, boss, there was some nice of them to wake us up for Chicago. Why not? We woke everybody else up in time for Chicago. <laughs> Boy, was I toasty. Ravelli, if you ever get given 24 hours to live, don't tell me until the next day. All right, boss. <laughs> so, we're going to find this paper now. Well, that's what we're here to do. Taxi! Taxi! Where to, Mac? Chicago Clarion, State Street. Jeez, <laughs> that old rig. Okay, hop in. Hey, boss, I'm gonna look forward to this job. My pappy, he was in New York Times all his life. I didn't know your father was a newspaper man. Sure, he sleep under it every night. <laughs> Careful, Ravelli, I have a sentimental attachment to the newspaper business. Why, when I left high school, I told myself I'd either be a reporter or become a successful lawyer. Then why aren't you a reporter? There you go. That'll be a buck eighty. Just charge it to the Chicago Clarion. Are you kidding? This is strictly a cash account. This is it, Ravelli. The Chicago Clarion, first floor. Okay, I see you in there. Well, where are you going? I take it this one, Chicago Clara. Second floor. Business course, Ravelli. Okay, okay. What do I need with French lessons anyhow? Even though we're only here to close it down, I can almost feel the hum of a busy news office, the clack of hot typewriters, the roar of the printing presses. <laughs> yes? Oh, you must be Mr. Flywheel. I was told you were coming. I'm Clark Dearborn. Junior. Junior? Well, uh, is your daddy around, little boy? That's a portrait of him on the wall over there. He founded the Clarion in the middle of the last century. Why, his Civil War reports made this paper. And now we've got to close it down. Just as we've gotten a rise in the circulation, too. A rise, you say? Oh, yes. The first in years. We sold seven copies last week <laughs> instead of five. Seven to five on? Hey, those are good odds. <laughs> 
then this changes everything. If this paper's circulation is not in double figures by the end of the decade, then my name's not Ravelli. <laughs> I don't mind waiting while you think about it. <laughs> We're going to pull this thing round, Dearborn. Now, where are all your other reporters? Oh, they, uh, they went out to lunch. Well, when will they be back? I don't know. Well, when did they go out? Uh, what day is today? <laughs> Friday. Oh, then it must have been Tuesday. Three days for lunch. Bosh, I think I'm going to like this job even more. Quiet, Ravelli. Dearborn, have them all gather in your office as soon as they come back. Okay. Quiet now. Quieten down. Our new editor, Mr. Flywheel, wishes to have a word with you all. Uh, fellow colleagues, I trust that you all enjoyed your lunch. I know I enjoyed tearing up your expense claims. <laughs> now, what this paper needs is an influx of new ideas and young talent. And what it's got is me on the flywheel. Thank you. That was a word from our newly appointed circulation manager. Hey, thanks, boss. Don't thank me, Ravelli. It just means you're going to be standing on street corners selling the papers. <laughs> Which reminds me, economies must be made. It's too expensive going out to find the news. So from now on, you can stay in here and find it. <laughs> Ravelli will also be acting as copy editor. So we'll expect every word to be right and absolutely no corrections needed. Oh, heavens. Is he that hard a taskmaster? No, he can't read and he can't write. <laughs> yes, uh, what do you want us to write about? And, uh, you are? Uh, Arnie Hemingsley, war correspondent. Then write about war. But there ain't a war at the moment. So use your imagination and go out and start one. <laughs> Go over to Germany and call Bismarck a herring. And what about me, Zelda Harlow? I write the high life column. You've met Ravelli. <laughs> I didn't think that was a particularly funny line. She's a cute kid. She's doing the best she can. Okay, she's not glamorous. Okay, she's had a hard life. Had a few knocks, but give her a chance, folks. Give her a chance. No, no, please. No, she wouldn't want that. She's too proud. Just throw money. I write the high life column You've met Ravelli, he'll be writing the low life column You don't understand, bud I get all the juicy gossip on this rag Madam, this paper is not interested in speculation About the tawdry lifestyles of the rich and famous However, I am, so uh, <laughs> You stay behind after everyone else is gone Hey, boss, can I send them some stories now? Ravelli, a good reporter, invents his own stories That's right I want to do a piece on what mobsters are going to do now that Prohibition's been repealed and they ain't got the liquor money to rely on. You see, Dearborn, that's the spirit that'll make the clarion great again. Make it as hard-hitting as you want, Hemingsley. Get right to the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Just don't say anything that might upset them. <laughs> oh, Mr. Flywheel, such enthusiasm, such decisiveness. Oh, it's wonderful to see. Dearborn, we must move with the times. <laughs> so tomorrow we'll move into their new office building. <laughs> but what Clarion needs more than anything is young blood and fresh faces. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. Good, you're fired. <laughs> Huckleston, Peoria, Illinois. What are you doing, Ravelli? I'm adjusted to deal with a lonely hearts column. And what advice do you think you can give to the lovelorn? No, I don't give them advice. I just to send them my telephone number and what night I'm free. 
<laughs> well, never mind that. Did you finish that obituary I asked you to do? No, I don't bother with that. What? I was going to run that in tomorrow's edition. Why not? He's a dead. I think I'm... nobody wants to read about him no more. <laughs> hey, I get it. Hello, Chicago Clarion. That's all right. Hey, boss, it's a Hemingsley. Uh-huh. You got a scoop. Hey, I take two scoops, chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> get a pencil. It's okay, I remember it. You're at a big shootout. Two of the biggest gangs, they blazing away at each other. Biggest story in years, and there ain't no other reporters there. Hey, wait a minute, you did what? Hey, you know what did the boss say about that? Goodbye, Hemingsley. What was that all about, Ravelli? That was Hemingsley. He phoned in some story, but he revised the charge, so I hung up on him. Good thinking, Ravelli. If he wants to get a story in the paper, he can come in and do it. Now, has Zelda Hollow been in yet? Not yet, boss. Why? She late for a story, too? No, she promised to get me Shirley Temple's real age. I've got ten bucks on 38. <laughs> Look what I got. Hey, boss, it's a tin can. It's a reel of film, Muttonhead. It's the latest Gloria Devine picture. Gloria Devine? The film star? No, the racing driver. Who do you think? Well, why you know just go to the premiere tonight and see the movie there? I've been banned on account of what I said about Gloria and Clark Gable. And was it true? Well, not according to her or Clark Gable, but what do they know? Anyhow, I got a copy of the film off a chump I keep sweet at the State Street movie theater. Hey, my brother worked in the movies. That could be him. No, this guy's got an honest face. Good work, Zelda. No problem. After all, you can't dish the dirt if you can't dupe the dopes. Just what I've always said myself. Or I could if I could read as well as she can. We can screen the movie on my office wall. We'll use the projector we've been using to run the newsreels. You've been making newsreels? No, we've been stealing the stories off them for the paper. Okay. Just let me hook up the film. Hey, we go to the movies. Okay, and action. Ravelli, aren't you forgetting something? What's that, boss? What always happens just before a movie starts? Hey, you're right. I'm sorry, boss. I forget for a minute. <clears throat> Popcorn, peanuts, fruit sea ice cream. Not that numbskull. Turn the light out. Oh, sure, boss. Hey, boss, there ain't no sound on this picture. Well, there will be if you talk all the way through it. It's a Gloria Divine picture. Trust me, they're better that way. No, it's no good. I can't watch without sound. If my brother was here, he could do it. Your brother's really in the movies? Certainly he is. Didn't you see him? He was in that B-movie recently, Confessions of a Co-Ed. Hey, a co-ed got no confessions. A co-ed got two pair of pants. If only that were the worst joke in the show. <laughs> oh, I share the man at the back's bothering us. No, my brother, he do the sound. Hey, look, I'm going to show you. My brother, he's a plenty big success. At MGM and studios like them. He's hot and how the cats meow. In Hollywood, he make a big impress. He get a smile from every mogul. He get to ogle every showgirl. And though my brother never speak, not English, not a French, not a Greek, what he's a do you never guess My brother makes the noises for the talkies There's not a single noise that he can't do He makes 
makes the noise of horses going walkies. He make an army going walkies too. A couple in the bushes then lay their smashing plates. A doorbell someone pushes, a tortoise when he mates. My brother makes the noises for the talkies. There's not a single noise that he can't do. My brother, he's a rehearse when I'm in bed. A gong, a duck, a monster overhead. A cork, she pop, the noise, no stop. The only sleep I'll get is when I'm dead. One single time, he make a bungle. There was this tiger in the jungle. It opened up its mouth. A roar, she should come out. My brother make a instead. My brother, he's so clever that it's scary. There's not a single bird noise he can't do. A vulture or a crow or a canary. And here's a very special one for you. As a swallow. <laughs> they ask for noises so weird for films with Betty Boop. He make the sound of the beard when it's a straining suit. Makes some noises for the talkies. There's not a single noise that he can't do. My brother's latest picture is a thriller. It scare you more than gorgonzola cheese. He makes the footsteps of a mad gorilla. You'll hear a frightened butler knocking knees. There's something slamming a door. We're in the haunted room. A body falls on the floor, and then a gun goes boom. My brother makes the noises for the talkies. There's not a single noise that he can't do. He make a window go up. A gong for Fu Manchu. And the one that's built for two, he do some alcohol, a corset too small, a shop door, some spoons, a telephone, spittoons. Duck gets shot, it falls down in your cocktail. <laughs> There's not a single noise.
Ravelli, Ravelli. Yes, boss. What's my picture doing pasted all over town with public enemy number one written under it? Everybody knows that's John Dillinger. Yeah, but, boss, those posters is a big part of our crusade against crime. So? So I don't find a picture of John Dillinger, so I use one of you instead. <laughs> Perfect, Ravelli. I've just spent two hours in the trash can hiding from the police. Hey, then our campaign to clean up the streets, that worked too. <laughs> I'm sorry, boss, but the police, they plenty jumpy because of all these bank robberies lately. Well, why don't they catch the people who are doing it instead of harassing innocent public enemy number ones? If they won't, Ravelli, we will. It'll be a big boost for the paper. They guess to put that on his front page. Where's that pesky news hound Hemingsley when I need him? Hey, that remind me. He sent you a telegram. But don't worry, it's not urgent. How do you know? Well, I had it a week already. <laughs> then read it. What does it say? Uh, dear Flywheel, stop. Plenty action, stop. Gang war, stop. In a Cicero, stop. Well, if it stopped, why doesn't he come back? Yeah, some writer. He keep getting to the good part, and then he stopped. Ravelli, take a telegram. All right, boss. Dear Hemingsley, stop. Stop stopping. Stop. Stop again, stop. And your stop, stop. Sign, stop. Flywheel, stop. Now read that back. Stop. <laughs> well, read it back. You're just telling me to stop. Well, now I want you to read it back. All right. Dear Fathead, stop. Stop stopping. Stop again. You missed the stop. That's all right. It wasn't my stop. <laughs> that line don't go to my stop. Well, change to a line that does and continue the reading. Stop. Anna, your stopper. Stopper, Anna, your stopper. Ravelli, where's your diction? It's uh, down there, propping up the leg of the desk. <laughs> Oh, if only you were Morocco-bound, too. <laughs> Where's Hope and Crosby when you need them? <laughs> Continue. Stop. Signed, stop. Flywheel, stop. You want a full stop after that? No, put a half stop, bow and a curtsy. Hey, that's nice, boss. Now send that Western Union. I thought we sent it to Hemingsley. Forget it. We'll save money and run it in the morning edition. Someone just threw a brick through our window. Yeah, sounds like they didn't let go of it either. <laughs> There's a message on it. Hey, maybe it's another telegram from Hemingsley. Hmm. We just burned down all your newsstands. And if we see anybody out in the street selling the clarion, they're going to get it too. Love, the boys at the Tribune. Hey, this week got a reply. You idiot. What they're starting here is a circulation war. They think they can stop me selling papers on the streets with threats of violence. Me, Waldorf T. Flywheel. I'll fight him every inch of the way on this one. Column inch by column inch. Tooth and printing press. Blood and ink will be spilled over this. But it won't be mine, I can promise you that. Hey, you're going to whop him good, eh, boss? No, you are. <laughs> Get your papers. Nice, fresh paper. Get your clarion here. Extra, Not a victim in the Axe case. Read all about it in the Chicago Tribune. Get your paper here. Get your nice paper. Extra, extra. Hey, what are you doing on my patch, huh? I saw the papers on this street corner. Oh, yeah? So you from the Tribune? Yeah. What are you going to do about it, huh? Here. You want your brick back? 
Oh, keep it. You got more chances selling that than you have that clarion rig. You got any news in there today? Nah, there wasn't much doing yesterday. What do you mean, nothing doing? Just the axe murder? Gang warfare? Bank robberies every five minutes? And on top of that, the Chicago White Sox actually won a game. Well, I don't listen to the news much these days. I'm too busy working on the paper. So what do you got in that rag, huh? You got no news? You got any sports? No. City pages? No. Funnies? No. Gossip? No. Advertising? No. The pictures? No. Well, your letters page? No. Then what has you got? Well, I got a front page and a back page. A front page and a back page? What are you going to do with that? Simple. I put them around your paper and sell it as mine. Get your paper. Get your nice paper. Hey, that's them, the bank robbers. I gotta go. I gotta get rid of the pitch for the paper. Save my place. Come on, Bugsy. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Wait a minute. You're Bugsy, ain't you? Oh, I could have sworn I was Muggsy. <laughs> hey, I? I don't know. Look after the hostage a minute, but I gotta reload. Who are you calling a hostage? I'm a respectable newspaper editor. Yeah, uh, shut up or I'll spill your brains all over the sidewalk. Stand clear, everyone. They've got a hostage. Uh, wait a minute. It's your turn to take care of the hostage. I did it last time. You did not. Did too. I looked at them. You killed them. Oh, yeah. That's right, yeah. And to think they wanted John and Lionel Barrymore for these things. <laughs> no, please, don't kill me. If you let me go, I'll see you get a good write-up when you go to the electric chair. Kid it, wise guy. Muggsy, where's the getaway car? Oh, I'm always forgetting something. <laughs> Ain't I the fool? Hey, Ravelli, Ravelli, over here. Boss, I didn't know you was one of the bank robbers. I'm not. They're taking me hostage. And what are you doing in the bank? Somebody took out a subscription. I wanted to cash the check before they read the paper. <laughs> now, quick, take a picture. This could send our circulation into orbit. All right, boss. Hey, hey, what you doing? Get out of here. I just to take a one little pitch. Come on now. Don't you want to get your pitch in the paper? Hey, Bugsy, we're going to have our picture in the papers. <laughs> hey, it's the court. It's not Bugsy. That's it. Hold that pose. One, two, three. Okay, you two. We've got a cell waiting downtown for you. Grab them, boys. Get All right, you get your hands on me, dirty cop. you did it. We scooped everybody. Come on, we gotta get this into the afternoon edition. Yeah, it's a shame those robbers go away so soon. Don't be an idiot, Ravelli. Those guys needed locking up. Yeah, but this time I want to try one with the film in the camera. <laughs> Look at that, Ravelli. Right on the front page. Chicago bank robbers captured by press. And a picture of the two of them being carted off to jail. Hey, that's some clever camera I got, boss. It's not your picture, and I'm reading the Chicago Tribune. We were right at the scene of the crime, and we still didn't get the story. Hey, hiya, Chiefy. Hemingsley, how nice of you to finally come in, and Miss Harlow, too. If you're here for your wages, you're too late. I'm closing the place down. Oh, no, you don't, Flywheel. Dearborn, I thought I'd fired you. I've just done a deal with the Tribune. We're merging to form the one paper. Now you get out. What? My loyal staff won't stand for it. Hemingsley, you wouldn't let a fine old paper like the Clarion lose its identity? For the rates the Tribune paid me for the bank robber's story, you bet. No sale, Flywheel. 
And Zelda, you know what this paper means to me. Stow it. I'm through with the newspaper racket. I'm off to Hollywood to write Gloria Devine's next picture. What? After what you said about her and Claude Gable? Now, that's just not true. Didn't anyone ever teach you not to go around repeating gossip? <laughs> oh, and I brought somebody else to see you, too. Come in, officers. There he is. There. Public enemy number one. <laughs> Get off me. You're making a mistake. Ravelli, do something. I'm being arrested. All right, boss. Smile for the birdie. You have been listening to Flywheel, Scheister, and Flywheel, starring Michael Roberts as Groucho Marx, as Waldorf T. Flywheel, and Frank Lazarus as Chico Marx, as Emmanuel Rebelli. Also starring Lorelai King, Graham Hoadley, and Vincent Barzello. The lyrics were by Dick Bosborough and Frank Lazarus, and the music was arranged by David Perman and conducted by Paul McGuire. The script was written by Nat Perrin and Arthur Sheepman and was adapted with original material by Mark Brissenden. The producer was... Sir Bags! <laughs>